And welcome back. Bruce Porter joins us now for this week's Dollars and Cents segment. Good to see you again. Good to be here. Okay, you gave me a piece of paper here, and I, I, I kind of know what we're going to be talking about anyway. We're going to talk about contributions, IRA contributions, well, to be exact. Yeah, you know it's tax time. Yes, so it, yes, it the is. The phone's ringing off the wall. How much can I put in my IRA? Things like that. So we're, we're going to hit some highlights today. We're not going to discuss all the tax stuff. Right. But IRAs, if you're under age 50, the maximum contribution is about $6,000. That's the most you can do. Right. You can do any denomination under that, too. All right. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. Now, if you're older than 50, you can put up to 7,000 in. So that's a good thing. Uh-huh. You get you're you're older, you're allowed to put a little bit more money away. Okay, 6 right? up to 50. Uh, 6 up to 50 and then over age 50, yeah. 7,000 is what you can put in. Okay. And that's good. So you're still working, you're still putting money in, that's great. Okay. Right? Now, you know, standard deduction. All right. Talk about that. And that's important because under current tax rules, we're getting a really big help uh, on this regards. So standard deduction, if you're single and you're older than 65, mm -hmm. you can take $14,250. So that means your itemized deductions would have to be more than that to go that route. You'd be better to just take a standard deduction. It's a huge time saver. Oh, it's a huge time saver and it's it's just set in stone. Fourteen thousand two hundred and fifty bucks of the first taxable income you have is tax free. That's kind of how that works. That's that's kind of a nice thing to know. That's Keep a way to mind. think about it. Because you can get a pretty good ballpark guesstimate of what your deductions are going to be. Right. You kind of know from year to year. That's right. Unless something crops up big time. If you're married, filing jointly, uh -huh. and you're under age 65, you get 25100 in a standard deduction. If you're older than 65, you get an additional 1350 takes you all the way up to 26000 $450 is what you can take off, and unless you've got itemized deductions above that, yeah. that's your best route when you do that. So always get a good tax person to help you. Those but, are the target numbers. But these are the target numbers. Now, okay. if you're, if you're self-employed and you're a small business owner and you're putting money in a SEP IRA, right. which is a simplified employee pension, you can put up to 25% of your uh, compensation up to 58000 So, you know, some people want to put more away than 7000 a year. Sure. And they're self-employed or whatever. They're a business owner. That's one way you can put a large amount of money away in a qualified account. Now, if, you're, if you're, you've got a different type of plan through a small business called a simple. Right. Uh, it's an it's a elective deferral plan, a simple IRA. Up to thirteen thousand five hundred if you're under age fifty, sixteen thousand five hundred if you're older than fifty. Okay, talk to me about deductions versus credits. Good, good question. So it always comes up. What's better, a deduction or a credit? Well, it depends on what you're doing, right? Yeah, a deduction usually does reduces your taxable income and allows you to get a credit for the bracket you're in. So okay. if you're putting $1,000 in an IRA and you're in a 12% tax bracket, you're going to get a $120 tax credit. Okay. 12% 12 of 12 that. 12%. Now, so in the same breath, though, what if you've got a chance to buy a $1,000 tax credit? 
what's better, a deduction or a credit? It really depends because a credit comes right off the amount of tax you owe, dollar for dollar. Uh, so $1,000 in a tax credit is $1,000 less taxes that you owe. Does that make import, sense? Important to know the difference. Well, it is important because do you want to pay less tax or do, you want to, uh, or do you want to put more in your pocket by having a credit, uh, taking that dollar-for-dollar dollar deduction? You know, I there's think this different time of year, more, more people go, yeah, I'd like to pay less tax. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you can look at it either way. Okay. Now, we do have a, a question from, uh, you know, our viewers. Yeah. Here we go. Now, can I convert my required minimum distribution, the RMD, to a Roth IRA and satisfy the RMD requirement in the same tax year? That's really a good question because it comes up all the time. Yeah. If I'm forced to take money out of my IRA, yeah, can I put it in? Can I just go ahead and convert that to my Roth? Sure. Well, and the answer is no, and here's why. Oh. Well, when okay. when you are forced to take your distribution, yeah. they're forcing you to, to reduce your IRA, to take that money out. A Roth conversion of your IRA is a rollover to a different type of IRA. Uh -huh. Now, if it's not a bad thing to convert portions of IRA money to Roth as you can absorb the tax liability, because mm -hmm. what you're doing is you're freeing up money and accumulated growth down the road tax-free forever for everybody, for you, for your heirs. Well, you've paid the taxes. As soon as you withdraw, you and pay so the taxes. And so now that, that Roth IRA is going to grow, and the growth is tax-free, the principal is tax-free. It's all a good thing going forward. Now, what's better, have two hundred grand in an IRA or two hundred grand in a Roth? I think it depends on where you are in life, doesn't it? It, it does. So if you got two hundred grand in an IRA, everything you pull out of that IRA is taxable. In the Roth, it's not. In the Roth, it's not. You've already not. paid the taxes. So always, always look for a good tax person to help you out. That's right. If you have a financial question for Bruce, visit his website, resourcecenterinc.com, or give him a call at 417-882-1800. Bruce, thank you so much. See you next week. All right. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. AE Wealth Management and the Resource Center, Inc. are not affiliated companies. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This podcast is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet a particular need of an individual situation. The Resource Center, Inc. is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this podcast shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by the Resource Center, Inc. This podcast is a paid placement.